Love. Welcome to the e-commerce marketing society podcast, a podcast for women who want to grow their online store or e-commerce brand by improving their marketing. I'm your host, Lisa Byrne, an e-commerce marketing coach for women with 20 years of marketing experience under my belt. I help women increase sales and decrease stress by helping them focus on the right things instead of doing all the things. As well as hearing from me, I gather my favorite women in e-commerce to share their stories of growth and expertise because we all know it takes a village to grow a successful business. Welcome to the society. Let's get focused and have some fun. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 27. I hope you are safe and well and not getting too down from these lockdowns that we're all in. Well, some of us are in. Um, so I hope and I'm sending you good vibes and lots of love and lots of sales and traffic to wherever you are today. This week on the episode, I have got a beautiful, lovely lady, Danielle Jenkins, and she is the founder of Mirabu Candles and also the Bush Boutique, which is a virtual trade show for business, Australian businesses. And Danny is also a student, a past student now of Ecom Grow Strong. And she gives us a little insight as to what she found most beneficial from doing the course and the program with me, which is really nice. And um, look, candles, which is what Danny sells and makes from her own studio on her property with her family. She employs her mom and her mother-in-law and her husband helps out. Candles are a really hard, um, you know, product to sell because it is a very busy market, a lot like many other products at the moment. So to reach out to customers and to find your customers, it makes it pretty tricky. But Danny has done an amazing job. And since COVID, actually, her business has boomed. And she's going to take us through a little bit about how that happened and what her marketing mix is now. And this other new business adventure for her, which is the Bush Boutique, which I particularly love because it's all about supporting businesses and small businesses and Australian businesses. So I truly hope that you guys are doing okay. And if you do need some help with your marketing, there is still a chance, probably just for a few more days when this podcast comes out on Tuesday, just a few more days to get your spot on Ecom Grow Strong. And I know it is something that a lot of my listeners will benefit from because I talk to you every day and I see what you're going through. And I've helped countless women just like you overcome their marketing barriers, cut through the marketing overwhelm, get a plan in place. Don't fluff around for any longer. I've actually got a plan ready to go for you. We cover your foundations, your brand, your sales and marketing insights, how to read them and how to create a plan based off them. You will get an email marketing strategy, not only for your campaigns, but for your flows. And that is business changing stuff. I show you how to show up on social media and sell without selling and how to get your face on video uh, and in front of your audience. And Danny actually talks about that in the podcast today, about how her business changed when she got in front of her audience, which is not a, something that I haven't heard. I hear that a lot. So if you are interested in Ecom Grow Strong, there is uh, still a chance to get your spot. I think we're at five spots left. There is only going to be 30 women in this round. So it is small, it is intimate, and every question gets answered. 
I will personally support you week in, week out to get a strong, sustainable marketing plan in place that works for you. So no more guessing and no more stumbling. Okay, so without further ado, listen in on my chat with Danny from Mirabu. Hey, Danny, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. I thank you because we were just chatting. You've got two sick kids. You've had a week and a half and here I am getting you on the podcast. So thank you for sharing your time with me. That's okay. I had this tiny window of opportunity where they're both asleep. So yeah, yeah which rarely happens. So why don't you introduce yourself to my lovely listeners? Yeah, so my name is Danielle. I'm the owner of Mirabu Candles. We're based in regional New South Wales. We're a family-owned business. I employ my mum and my mother-in-law and uh, my husband helps in the business as well. And, yeah, it's really exciting uh, growing business out here in regional New South Wales. Yeah, you're doing amazing things and there's lots of the lots of arms to what you're doing, which we'll totally get into. But, yeah, I would love to know how you started because you're, you're a fairly new business. So- yeah, well, technically in terms of the growth is definitely new. We were a hobby business for a number of years. So we technically started in 2014. It was a side hustle. Uh, it was my mum, my sister and I, and my mum just absolutely loved making candles. So we just really nurtured that. And my sister and I both have a degree in marketing. So we knew that we could help with that and help her get them out there a little bit more. It was uh, my sister moved to Mudgee and then I sort of took over the business in a big way in 2016, right before I had my first child, because I thought I'm going on maternity leave. I'm going to have so much time. Isn't true at all. No. (laughs) But yeah, we kind of really started focusing on the growth from there. We went to a couple of trade fairs and it wasn't sort of until 2019 that it really took off. So there was a number of slow burn years, to use a pun, in candle making. Mm-hmm. We really sort of found our um, feet last year and um, it's just gone from strength to strength since. Yeah, amazing. And I wanted to chat to you because you are a bush business, female founded and family driven, which I just love so much. Your values are very clear and you've also got something else on the go and plus you're an Ecom Grow Strong student and I've loved watching you grow over the past 12 weeks and your energy in particular is really good and you you just get in and do stuff and I think that is so important for a growing business not to be trapped by fear or what ifs or I tried that and it didn't work or, you know, I know everything I need to know. Like you've been in business for a while, you've had growth, but you're still investing in your learning. And I didn't know that you had a marketing degree, a cheeky little thing. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I've loved watching you do that. And what kind of advice would you have for someone who is kind of stuck in that marketing overwhelm? I think it's really important to surround yourself with people. Being a business owner can be so isolating. And as a lady startup, female founded business, a lot of the time you're a mum and you're at home and you're trying to juggle the business and motherhood. And it's really hard if you don't have people around you or support. Investing in your learning and your mindset is so, so important. It's something that I've been doing for a couple of years now and I've it's not wasted money at all the return on investment is so high because you can learn so much from other people around you and I'm talking about other women in business going to events 
doing masterminds, doing courses like yours, Lisa, where you can be in touch with other women in a Facebook group and on the weekly Zooms and you're able to chat to them and bounce ideas off them because without that, I mean, I I have my mum. My mum, she's, she's a dairy farmer. She doesn't understand marketing. I a marketing degree. I worked in a marketing agency and she still did not understand what I did because it's just, it's a completely different thing to what she knows. So I always just had her to bounce ideas off. And once I started getting into different groups, that was when I really started to thrive off other women's sort of experiences and their energy as well. Yeah, that's it. And it's not, you know, it's, I think people look at investing in courses as, you know, it's all about what's in the lessons or what the, you know, the, the actual items that you get where we're in a good course format or a good mastermind format. It's so much more than that. It's conversations. Like some of the biggest breakthroughs I've had in my business and I see with other women, it's the, it's the process of talking things out and asking a question and pondering things and having somebody else's viewpoint. And that is not necessarily what you think you're getting when you buy something or invest in something, but it's probably the biggest thing that you take away from it. The learning, yeah, and the support and bouncing ideas and looking at things differently because, as you say, you are often just in it on your own and, you know, the partner doesn't really care, your friends don't really get it, and it's a process of finding your people, like, over the past couple of years, I've, you know, you, I personally have just had different conversations and different women connect and you do really have to find your people. And when you do, it works out so well because they get you. And it sounds like you've had that, that process. And so you were a lady startup. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I didn't do the course, uh, but I, I do love their page and yeah. they share our stuff and they're really supportive of us. And they shared one of our reels, which was really funny. Um, us dancing when we got an order and yeah, they, they, they're really incredibly supportive. Great. And you've also done some work on your wholesale as well. Yeah, so I did a coaching course, like a mastermind in 2019, 2020, which was absolutely amazing. And I went to a business retreat at the start of 2020, actually. My daughter was three weeks old and COVID. And when I look back now, I'm like, that was so silly that I went. And I think we (laughs) we arrived back home two days before we went into lockdown. Like it was just crazy. But the breakthroughs that I had there were amazing. And it really sort of put me in good stead for the rest of the year and what I needed to focus on through lockdown and I sort of planned up this range that I wanted to release which was for tourist information centers and airports and all focused on international visitors and then that was all shut down and I spent probably a good week thinking how am I going to make this work and I ended up getting on my Instagram stories for the first time ever just like showing up my face, talking head videos. And it was obviously so daunting and it, and it still is. It still takes quite a lot of energy to get on there day to day. But it was, it was amazing and everyone just picked up on it and just absolutely loved that Australian-made focus. We had an Australian artist do some beautiful paintings for us, which we then had designed on our boxes. And that literally saved our business. If I didn't do that, I don't know. I don't know where. Oh, my God. I love that so much. I mean, there for everybody listening is proof that, you know, when stuff hits the fan, when poo hits the fan, there is ways out of it. And boy, has there a lot of been, there's been a lot of, um, you know, crap hitting the fan lately for the past, you know, what, 18 months. But the fact that all it took was you just getting on 
and getting in front of your existing audience and selling them something that was intended for a completely different audience, but it worked out well mm, because you're I'm probably you, yeah yeah so you're probably selling and talking about it from you know from your heart and you did something different. I think that's the key as well. You know when when we're in that pressure cooker situation, you've just like okay, I'm gonna try something different, and it worked out. So good on you. And think, you- yeah, it was, um, well, I mean, it, a lot of it was out of necessity as well, because my husband's a builder and obviously lockdown happened and I was on maternity leave. He wasn't able to work. So it was really one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm going to have to step up here and work out some kind of a way out of this. And cause I could see that it was going to go on and on and on. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really pleased that it, that it paid off. Yeah. So it sounds like there was almost a turning point for you last year in the business. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. right. And so what did you, what was your marketing mix back, uh, like back then? And what is it like now? What, What do you think has changed? It's funny when I look back at 2019, I could shake myself because I was that person that was saying, I've done that. It didn't work. I, you know, I've been doing this. I've been doing this consistently and it's just, I'm just not cutting through or I don't want to send emails because that'll be annoying people. Ah. I was that person. Um, But now the biggest thing I can say is I just do, I do a bit of everything, but I just do it all really consistently. I've consistently, I've kind of found the things that work and some things don't, they really don't. Some things completely fall flat but I just go okay that didn't work that's fine let's you know let's try this now so my marketing mix now is obviously I'm very active on social media I do a lot of email marketing which I know you love yes and I uh, during your course actually you did mention you know whatever you're doing now just double it see what happens with your business and I did that and it Mm. worked um and I do google ads uh facebook ads seo I, I do all that stuff as well and that's really not something you can do when you start out it is really it's expensive it is worth it but it's really scary to invest in your business in such a, a big way and uh, I'm just pleased that it, it obviously pays off for us to do that now yeah, amazing. And tell me, did you upskill in Google and Facebook or did you outsource straight away? What was your process? I tried doing it on my own, but I, that is not my area of expertise. Mm. It's such an acquired skill. And I think that's one of the things that I could say as well is outsourcing is so important on the things that you just don't know how to do, or they're going to take you too long to learn because that's not a very good use of your time either. And I found that that just, there's just too many things that you'd need to know to be really good at that stuff. Yeah. And I really am, feel confident in the people that I have doing that for me. They're experts in their field and they just get it. I could be throwing a lot of money away trying to learn how to do it myself. So, I, I yeah, I outsource that stuff. Yeah, awesome. That's right. You can't be, you can't wear every single hat in your business and uh, you've got to choose maybe where your strengths are, two to three things that you know you can do well and and outsource the rest. And the fact that you can trust them, Amazing. And it's working even better because Facebook at the moment is really quite crazy and up and down. So it's a scary time for someone getting into Facebook. So yeah, all the more, yeah, all the more reason to be looking at your organic channels, which is great that you've sharpened them and honed them. So before we jump on to your other biz baby, what in your experience with Ecom Grow Strong, what do you think you got most out of it? 
The e-marketing stuff was amazing. So having, for me, it was, it was to the point, the course was to the point. It, there was no fluffy stuff. Like it was just, you know, short, sharp and shiny really. And as a business owner, we don't have a lot of time to sit there and watch, you know, 45 minute videos on how to do, to do this or whatever it may be. Mm. And the resources that you had in there, the templates, everything was just amazing. And I, and I go back to it all the time. Yay. And I'll keep on updating it too. So you'll get more goodies coming your way. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the Bush Boutique, which I didn't know you had until like this week, um, <laughs> this other side of what you do. So t- talk us through there, that. The Bush Boutique was a COVID baby. So I, uh, after the whole uh, launching of our Australian range, we planned on doing trade fairs that year and I thought that'd be great. I'll be able to take this and everyone's loving Australian made. And then obviously the trade fairs were cancelled. I could see that they weren't going to go ahead. And I sort of started chatting to a lot of other businesses that I knew and started thinking about how we could take it virtual so that retailers could shop online as opposed to face-to-face and basically it one thing led to another I I don't even know how it happened really but I was up all hours of the night building this website I had no idea what I was doing everyone was trying to help me I was like okay I don't even know what I'm doing so I feel like I just need to work like a step at a time to try and see what this could possibly be and it was incredible I had about 50 businesses signed up for the first virtual trade fair I did it all for free which almost killed me because I was unable to outsource anything or pay yeah. anyone to help me do anything so it was um and I, it, like I said it, it paid off and it was it was absolutely amazing for my business and all the other businesses that were involved as well yeah so what how does it work so do you have to be a bush brand or a bush business to participate so initially that is what we were focusing on because that was obviously really on trend last year. A lot of businesses wanted to support businesses from the bush, but during COVID times, it wasn't just bush-based businesses Mm. that needed the leg up. In a lot of instances, it was metro businesses who Mm. were unable to open or they were in lockdown or whatever it may be. So we have actually extended that beyond bush to include people with brands with a story and brands like mine or lady startups or you know female founded business they don't have to be female founded but they've got a story and they've got a reason behind what they do and they want to scale their wholesale without going to a a real life trade fair if they're cancelled Mm. or maybe they can't afford a trade fair too because they are quite pricey when you factor in travel and accommodation and your stand on all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they can be very, very expensive and also very little guarantee that you're going to be able to, you know, find what you're looking for there. Whereas I guess with a virtual trade fair, like the risk is so low and mm. really you're fishing where the fish are. Everybody's online anyway. It's a, it's a natural behaviour that we're doing things online. So it sounds like you're onto something. And what would be, when's the next trade fair? So trade we're trade. doing one in August. Yep. So the 9th to the 18th, which is very soon. It is yes. the way, which is really scary. But yeah, we're still encouraging people to come on board and sign up. We have had quite a few people come on board this week because they've obviously realised if they were part of a lot of the trade fairs that have been cancelled. Some have been postponed, but for the most part, they are cancelled. So it's something that they can still look to scale their wholesale without actually, you know, having to be impacted by those cancelled trade fairs. Yeah. And are you doing, you're doing like a masterclass or are you adding little bonuses in there too? 
Yeah, so we do that. So we have a wholesale masterclass. I've done that uh, almost I think three times I've done that now and um, it looks at all the things that you need to do to get ready for a trade fair which is something I'm really proud of doing a couple of weeks out from the trade fair so it gives people those tools and tricks and things that they need to do leading up to the trade fair and how they can benefit from it we've got a Facebook group as well so a bit of a community there where people can share things back and forth they can ask questions and yeah it's just it's a really amazing community that we're building it's so good. You know, COVID has had so many silver linings. People coming together, you know, you're a country girl, so community is at the heart of, I'm sure, your family, your family's business and what you do and the fact that you've been able to channel that to help other businesses, you know, around Australia is incredible. It's one yeah. of the, the the great things that we see from this bloody pandemic, never ending, <laughs> that people are just coming together because, yeah, there is enough, like if we support each other, only good things can come from that. I'm really big on that. And Absolutely. That, yeah, you're doing that too, because yeah, I'm sure you're probably showcasing other candle brands. Yeah, absolutely. I am. And I've, I have some amazing ones on board, actually, that have really beautiful stories. And obviously, we have to limit the amount of brand uh, businesses in each category, because then Mm. we don't want it to be saturated in one area. Uh, But yeah, I've got other candle businesses. I've got one from uh, Queensland, one from regional New South Wales as well. And uh, jewelry businesses, homewares, Uh, we've got a beautiful homewares company who's uh, from down in Coomer in New South Wales. So there's some really amazing brands that are on there that I, and I'm watching them all and I'm seeing them grow on social media and it's just amazing to watch. That's so good. It sounds like you've got a little boy that's just woken up. (laughs) (laughs) He's having a bit of a cough. Yeah. It's it's, it's been a week. (laughs) Oh, you're amazing. Thank you so much uh, for joining me and sharing, uh, yeah, your journey and and especially about Bush Boutique, it sounds so fantastic and I'll be watching very closely. And where can people find details about how they potentially could join? So we're on Instagram, so it's the Bush Boutique. Uh, you can uh, Google us, the Bush Boutique. We've got a website, you can sign up there. And then I'm obviously over at Mirabu Candles, so you can contact me there as well and, and I'll be able to you know, point you in the right direction as to where to apply. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Short but sweet Welcome. chat with you today. You're you're amazing and thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you very much for having me. No worries. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you loved what you heard, please head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review because it lets me know that what I'm doing is needed and I'll keep on churning out these podcast episodes for you. And it also helps other women get the help that they need. And if you want to work with me, head over to my website, lisaburn.com.au, and that's burn, B-Y-R-N-E, and you can check out the different ways you can work with me, whether it is one-on-one or in my group coaching program, Ecom Grow Strong, and I would love to hear from you. So send me a note and we can book in a time to to chat on the phone and figure out what's going on in your business, what's working and what isn't, and if you need my help. So thank you again, and I will speak to you soon.